Welcome to Lead Today with me, Kalina. Let's talk leadership. Hello and welcome back to the show. We are continuing on this exciting series. Well, I hope you find it exciting. It's exciting for me because I literally spent the past four years writing and rewriting my book, Memorable, and it's finally coming out December 6th, 2022. Oh, even saying that, I am so excited for the day that I hold this book in my hands and I can actually read it, look at it, put it on a shelf, take a picture of it. I don't know. I. It has been the biggest labor of love in terms of a work project that really has spanned over the course of such a long time. Um, of course, you could write a book faster and a shorter book. I mean, my book is 300 pages. There are a lot of ways to write a book, but this I really put my heart and soul into and my hope was that it was raw and authentic. It shares some, some of the most challenging parts of my life that many people don't know about. So if you're looking to get to know me and my work, it's a very good place to do so. I think, I think a lot of people write books to share about who they are, you know, the memoir format. What I've done is given my best effort to share me and my essence, my character while also really helping the reader to step-by-step evaluate 22 skills to build character in a way that leads to living a fulfilling life. I think, I think the way to leave a meaningful legacy is through the way you contribute in the world and who you show up as, and not to say you're going to show up as your best, best self every single minute of every single day. That's just not what that's not realistic. It's not what we're aiming for. But I think what we are aiming for is trying, giving our best, doing our best, and aiming toward the person we want to be, aiming toward being that as, as much as possible. And then we make mistakes and we get off course and then we need to come back to that person, come back to aiming to be that but we need to be very clear on what we're aiming at. And lots of people talk about this, but the the image of sort of an archer and aiming, I definitely drew from Jordan Peterson's work. He talks about, he gives that sort of visual and I think it's a nice one to think of sort of a bullseye approach. And it's relevant to today's episode because we're talking about focus And this is for you if you have shiny object syndrome. So you like to start a lot of projects. You don't finish a lot of projects. You really love the beginning of things, the start. Um, But then you lose a bit of steam. Things feel lackluster. This, This quality is for you. So I would say it's also for you if maybe you have goals, but you haven't achieved them yet for whatever reason. Um, what I want to share, I'll put a link to it. It's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. And I, I recently heard about it from uh, a friend and mentor, I would say, of mine. She talks about it in her course. And I think it's it's a really brilliant way to encapsulate what happens with a lot of people, which is 
again, Dunning-Kruger, I'll put a link to it. Um, I think what happens with a lot of people is that when you begin something, you get very, very excited and you feel extremely confident. Yes, I can do this. And then the curve, you kind of start figuring it out. And then it, you, you get a bit of a reality check that says, oh, wait, I don't know all of this. This is difficult or I'm not really sure. And then we sort of go down in our confidence. Oh, man, maybe I maybe I can't do this. And a lot of us stop at that low point because it feels like we can't or we decided we don't want to put in the effort to get to that place of competency where you're, the curve comes back up again of, hey, okay, here's what's involved. Here's what I need to do. Here's what this encapsulates or here's all of the learning that I needed to, to have in order to get to this point. So the curve kind of goes up really sharply. We get super confident with a new idea. We go down and drop down to this bottom of, oh man, wait, I don't know everything. This is hard, this is complicated. And then we come back up again if we persist we come back up again. So in a couple of episodes, um, actually the next episode of this series is about persistence. So we can talk about getting through that hump in the next episode. But for now, I think what we need to discuss is, okay, but how do you even focus on what's worth going through that cycle in the first place? And that's really what this chapter helps you to do is get that one-pointed focus. I think starting with the end in mind, like that is critical because you are going to go on a journey, whatever goal you set, and you've got to be willing to go on it. And so the best way to figure out if you want to go on it is to use um, another skill that comes up later in the book, but it's to use curiosity. So, if, you know, to be focused on something, you have to actually have chosen a really great goal or aim to focus on. And I think a lot of us set our aim on superficial things, on things we think will make us feel better or things we think will give us happiness rather than things that actually do. We set our priorities based off of media or societal expectations instead of who we really want to be or what really matters. So I think if I gave you anything from this episode today, it would be what are you focused on first and foremost and then go read the book and <laughs> and learn how to focus but what are you focused on in the first place and we do go through this in the book as well because sustaining your focus on something is much more fulfilling probably even easier when you really care about where you're going and you're invested in going to that place and getting to that transformation point that hurdle getting over the hurdle because there there will be hurdles and setbacks roadblocks whatever you want to call them they will be there no matter what goal you're going toward and if you're going to give up you're at the top of that curve and you, you start coming down to the bottom and if you're going to give up I mean no amount of focus is going to help you so that's why in the book we start with focus what are you focused upon and then the next chapter chapter eight is persistence which we'll talk about soon in this uh next episode here so i would say if you're clear about your aim then you the next step is also to have it top of mind so what are we doing here you need to set a clear aim and set maybe one we talk about this in the book too, right? People that have shiny object syndrome, you've got like 30 different ideas. I know what that's about. I know what that's like. I love starting things. 
I really do. So I'm, I'm in the starter club. I get it. Um, but you know, I, I start and the way that I go from starting to completion is by being really sure that I want to get to completion because there've been things that I've started, the things that I start and I don't finish are because that, that happens to me when I haven't thought through a, what it's going to take to get there and B, I don't really care to get to the destination. Maybe it is an external facing goal. Maybe it's something that someone else set for me or I, you know, I think I should do. Those are the types of things that fall by the wayside because I'm not tapped into caring. And so focus, uh, I don't care to focus. Um, some examples when this has worked is definitely um, my marriage because it's, <laughs> for me, marriage is not easy. But it's the commitment, it's the fact that I decided what, what transformation, what journey I was going on. I decided that, okay, I say yes to this proposition of a lifelong partnership, even though it's going to be difficult and it's going to challenge me and it's going to change me. I say yes. And then I have to continually say yes, by the way. <laughs> um, but my focus is on the commitment and I sort of burned the bridges, right? Which, I mean, that was a reckoning in and of itself. When you burn the bridges, which means you sort of, <laughs> you can't go back. Well, then you're doing it. You're doing this thing, whatever it is. So I think that really helps with focus because you've got no other choice. And believe me, that's a, that's a hard one for me to feel like I don't have other options is difficult because I mean, at the end of the day, of course you do right with any big decision you make, you can go maybe not back to what things were, but you can certainly pivot and make changes. There's always an out, but I think in your mind, if you decide this is where I'm aiming and you, you have the level of focus that says there's no going back, that mentality will get you to where you want to go. Another example that I have written down here is, about my TED talk. And so what we focus on grows. And I remember when I decided I wanted to, to give a TED talk and have that experience and share my message about careers with people in that forum. I remember I decided that I wanted to do that. And then I started seeing TED talks everywhere. For some reason, they were just, oh, this TED talk coming up here and, you know, sign up for this TED talk thing and I event. And I just thought, whoa, this is so true. And we know this, right? There's a classic example of like, you, you want to buy a red car or you just buy a red car and then you see red cars everywhere. It's like that when you decide and put your, your point of focus on something and your intent on that particular thing, and you're steadfast in that focus, you start to notice, right? Your brain, our brains are so powerful and they'll start to notice that thing everywhere you go. And so I think that with my TED talk, that's what I realized was so true. And I noticed it too. And it just, I think it propelled me further because I realized, wow, this is really cool. This is really what I want. I had seen other people give TED talks. I'd been to a TED event. It very, it really solidified that, yes, I want to go in this direction. So I think once you set your aim of where you're focusing, I think you'll start noticing and looking out for that thing is also a way to continue to hone your focus because you'll see permutations of the thing you're aiming toward and then you can judge okay so I'm aiming toward this thing 
So exact same thing with marriage, right? Okay, I'm married now, or I want to get married. Here's my goal. And then as you're thinking about that, you'll start kind of comparing. You've got to be careful with the comparison, right? Like social media and online stuff. It's really easy to compare and then get down on yourself. I think it's more a way that you can think about it that's actually more useful is to say, okay, here's what I want. Here are the different permutations, the options, the different ways that I can go about this. Do I agree or do I not agree? So here's this person's marriage. Do I want it to be like that or not? Here's this person's marriage. What elements of it do I like? What elements of it would I like to avoid? So rather than comparing in a sense of, am I like them or not? You're kind of more shopping. <laughs> you're doing a feature analysis of, okay, do I agree with this? And which parts do I agree? Which parts don't I? So rather than judgment and just deciding you're better than or worse than and evaluating yourself in some sort of hierarchy in comparison to the other person, you can actually use that evaluation process that your brain does naturally to kind of gather some wisdom from the situation. Okay. Hey, you know, I really, I really don't like this TED talk event because of what they're doing. Okay. Maybe I won't apply there, but I really appreciate how they're structuring or the different speakers there they've had in the past or where they hold the event or what their topic is their you know, their, their focus for this year. Great. Okay. So now that's the location that I'm going to go and aim towards. So I think it can get really sticky with comparison and that's not a great feeling because you're being, you're making an evaluation of where you sit but if you sort of zoom out a little bit, it can be more of an information gathering process as you walk toward your goal. So I hope that was clarifying as to what focus is, who that chapter and maybe this episode benefits, the Dunning-Kruger effect, interesting, which I will speak more to on the next cha chapter and episode on persistence, how you kind of get through to the other side and persist um, but if I leave you with one question today, it's really what's your one pointed focus, even if it's just for the next six months, the next year, you can use this in your day. Like what's my major one major thing that I'm moving forward today. I think that's really useful. Any one of those will hopefully move you forward in a focused fashion in your life. So I want to thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time on the chapter about persistence. If you're enjoying this series, I would be honored if you shared it with someone that you think would benefit. Maybe one of the chapters specifically you think would speak to somebody. Uh, of course, if you're interested in reading the book, I would love it if you grabbed a copy of that so you can gather more insights and answer more questions so that you have even more self-coaching ability. That's really my aim for the book overall is to give you the questions and the framework so that you can guide yourself toward these qualities. So I hope that this episode, this series and the book is useful for you in that way. And I look forward to seeing you again in the next episode on persistence. So take good care, have a rest of your day and I'll see you soon.